What is up with it, Panther Nation? This is your sports editor, Daniel Stackhouse, here coming to you from the Panther Pit for the ninth episode of the 2020-2021 school year. Thank you guys for listening, and we got a lot of sports to run down you. It's just me today, so I'm just going to do a quick rundown of all the things that have been going on these past two weeks. First, we're going to be kicking off with boys lacrosse team. So far, they've been dominating region play. They've, they, have won, they have won against Trinity 19-1, to and in a game that our own Abby Carter covered, Mount of Sales, a game in which they won 20-0. Three players ended up scoring hat-tricks, and senior captain Gabe Lopez scored two hat-tricks himself. It was a good night for the boys all around, granted that, granted that Mount of Sales was one of the easier opponents on their schedule. But let's hear what those, what those guys have to say, and let's start with head coach Jeff Schmittelkoffer. Well, we just tell our guys just to keep, you know, it's not really about who we play. It's about what we do, and, and sometimes these games, you know, Mountain South is a little undermanned, and, you know, we got a bunch of good players, and you can get off. You can not be on, on your best when you play a team, you know, like this, and we just got to worry about us and getting better and all the good things, you know what I'm saying? So that's, that's, that's what we're trying to do. Uh, what concerns do you have moving down the stretch having freshman goalies? I don't, I don't worry about it. I mean, they can play. I, I don't even think about them being freshmen, sophomores. doesn't matter. You know, they're in the goal, and we got, we got a lot of confidence in them. They're freshmen, seniors, sophomores, juniors. It doesn't matter to us. We just put the guys out there and let them play. Great. And what are you working on right now to get ready for tougher opponents later in the season and well, playoffs? all the little things, you know, catching and throwing and communicating and a lot of things that, you know, go with the game of lacrosse. We, we got a long way to go. We're only in four games into a 17-game season, so we got, a lot of, we got a long way to go. You know, and generally do understand the fact that it is a long season. They've got a long way to go, and even though they might have some situations that they've got to clean up, they've got time and they've got the ability to patch those holes. Another person that Abby Carter talked to was junior was junior junior lacrosse player Charlie Crockett, and let's hear what he had to say. I'd say we're pretty good right now playing together, and uh, as we get into some better competition, just got to make sure we're playing together. So, all right, and what are y'all working on early in the season? What's the focus? Uh, just making sure through these area games, we're just running our stuff and make sure we're getting ready for playoffs and. Uh, better competition down the road. You know, especially for a team like boys lacrosse or, or, or both our lacrosse, lacrosse teams in general, where we have a where we have an area that isn't that competitive as we would need it to be to win state and stuff like that. Getting good practice and playing against tougher teams is ultimately the key, and it's very it's very great to be seeing like players like Crockett who aren't even starting starting on the starting varsity roster understanding like this is a reps this is a practice we need to get doing and it just goes to show the culture that the teams like them have developed this past this is sorry wednesday they had played against the east cowie east cowie indians uh i don't have the score of that for you but uh i assume it's a win and then we have an, a very very tough game against laster this saturday at 6 30 p.m so Go shout out to that. They're going to need some support for that. Even though it's not a region game, it's going to be a very tough game for our Panthers. A potential really good learning experience. Moving on to girls, Lex. They've had a very, they've had a very good start to the season too. Albeit they've played a lot of smaller. They played many. They haven't played many games so far this season. Like their their game, their first game was Trinity, 
And they won 19-1 because Trinity isn't that good in either in either boys or girls' lacks. However, we did end up playing against West Forsyth, which is really the jolt this team needed. And one de- and Sidney Car- Carly Mullins deemed the game as a reality check in which the Lady Panthers lost 13-5 to at the hands of West Forsyth. Mainly through a combination of the fact that this was their biggest game and they haven't been playing many games to begin with. However, there have been some shining moments, like junior Emma Grace Sepler scoring four goals, senior Lexi Santiago with four turnovers, and senior Caitlin Donovan with 11 saves. Even though, it was a, even though it was a harsh loss, it was the first time playing at that kind of tempo and understanding at the level what they need to be playing at if they want to repeat as state champions. I end up talking with junior Emma Grace Hepler at the end of that game, and here's what she had to say. I think we just weren't really ready for it yet just because we had had a lot of games been canceled and that was our first like really good game of the year but that just shows like how we play today we can only improve from here so so what do you and what do you think like yourself you know because do you think there's a something about this tempo that you know creates like some sort of reluctance and stuff like stuff like that um I feel like whenever you go up against a really big fast team like that a lot of girls get nervous and I feel like we just need to work through the nervousness and try and like be like oh like just be confident in yourself and be confident like what we've done all we can practice will show on the field so hopefully we can do that for next week and just overall in general how does this how's this game help this team um it just shows us like where we are and like what direction we need to be heading in for them it's all about establishing a baseline and once they get that they should be able to ride pretty far but that's just something we're gonna have to see we've kind of seen hints of that against weaker weaker opponents like we won against Won 19 nothing against Luella on Monday, and we won 15-2 against Whitewater on Tuesday. And we also played Walton last night, which was a very, very difficult game for us. And like, like the East Colorado game, I unfortunately do not have a score to report for that. However, we are going to be playing Lasseter next Wednesday at 7.30pm. Like the boys team, that is going to be a very difficult game for us. That is a very good program that they're going up against and they're going to need they're need to eke out a win by any means necessary and more than that it's going to help establish what they need to be playing like once again to repeat as state champion we're gonna do a quick lightning round with tennis uh they the t- both tennis teams won against harris county in our first region match of the year last tuesday and we are going to be playing north columbus today at cooper creek tennis center at 3 30 p.m once again, no score to report from that. And then golf. We had a win against McIntosh. And our next event is going to be at against East Coweta at, at the Braylon Golf Course. Both teams are going to be playing at on March 15th at 3.45. And then for boys soccer, we're getting back into the nitty-gritty. We're getting back in, into the deep dive kind of stuff here. Uh, you know, boys soccer have been riding high momentum. They, they have not lost once. Their closest was a tie against Carrollton, which is a pretty good tie. And going into region play, they won three nothing against Northgate, and then they also found they also demolished Whitewater eight to one in the game that was also the food the food bank drive that both schools are doing in which Stars Mill won a, accumulated like three thousand pounds of donations while Whitewater only had four hundred. So that's that's two wins for Stars Mill right there. But overall. They put up a lot of offensive pressure. Uh, senior captain Brooklyn Masillo scoring full four goals. Uh, they never really let up on the gas, and they ended up they gave it a re, re, they gave Whitewater a very difficult night. 
And I talked with Masillo after that game, and here's what he had to say. Uh, it definitely feels good. We're really you know, feeling like we're on top of our game right now, and it's good for the other teams in the region to see how well we're doing to, uh, when we're getting ready to play them also. How did things work for you to be able to set up and go off on and have the net you did, you know, getting four goals and all that? Uh, it all stems from training. Everyone's, you know, getting 100% in training and pushing each other. Everyone's harming each other. If someone's not working, we'll say something to them and make sure that everyone's on the same page always. What's it like seeing the seeing y'all seeing y'all yield these results of your pra- of your practice and the execution working out every game? It feels really good because we know that we're not doing the stuff off the field for no reason, and that when we do what we do, it translates into the game and works out. It's that whole thing about practice paying off, and especially for this team because, for the in their case, it has been paying off. They are. I believe that they are 7-0-1 right now, if I'm not mistaken. That may be 8-0-1 at that point. Uh, but at, but my point is they're undefeated. They're reaching the 10-win mark, and they got closer to that with a when they won against Harris County on Tuesday, 6-1. to So, again, they, they've really got a lot of momentum going forward, but we're not going to really know what all that means until they go against McIntosh, which is going to be the big big decider for them and but before then they're also going to be playing a very difficult Columbus team today at 7:30 no school report for that but keep but keep in touch of what's going on there uh, but like I said they're what momentum they have it's going to be very interesting how that plays when they end up playing Macintosh on April 1st on April 1st in a couple of weeks and the same thing for the girls and speaking of them, they've kind of been dealing with some inconsistencies early in the season, most notably against St. Pius, in which they kind of floundered with an incomplete roster. But so far, they've been actually picking up. They had a tie against Maris a couple weeks back, and going into region play, they started with a 3-2 win against Northgate, which was a which was a good jumper for them. From what I understand, they didn't think the game was going to be as competitive as they thought, but it ultimately eked out the win anyway. With the philosophy that I talked with Coach John Bowen about, that they wanted to really focus on, you know, getting like three goals at a time, and they ended up accomplishing that in their 6-2 to two win against Whitewater. Uh, you had five different Panthers getting, getting on the scoreboard with either a goal or an assist. And even though it was, it was kind of a back-and-forth beginning, but Stars Mill continued to progressively take control and played their best ball of the season up, up to that point. And I actually talked with the senior Chloe Thompson, who is going to Georgia State to play soccer, and here's what she had to say about the game. Um, I think it got us really excited, and I think it got us um, ready and in the mindset to play this game tonight. You know, the lineup was kind of janked though for, throughout the early season, so, you know, what's it like being able to get it, get it all together and be able to really see this all starting to click? Um, I think it feels really great. Um, slowly our hurt players are coming back and we're um, starting to get our get used to playing with each other and um, we're starting to learn how each other plays and it's starting to really pay off working well together. And how important is that is getting that consistency, especially like right now? Oh, I think it's extremely important right now. Um, get it get used to playing with each other in this season and work out all everything that's work out all the kinks and be able to continue it into the uh, postseason. 
And what's the optimism like going after the getting after this? I'm sorry. What's the optimism like going going after this? Oh, just continue to play the way we're playing and play hard every game. With all they have coming together, it's very interesting to to see how all that's going to work out. And from what we've seen, it's going pretty well. They had a 10 nothing win against Harris County the other day, and they will be playing Columbus today at 5:30 to see how well they're how well they can keep up this hot streak. But again, playing against a team like McIntosh on April 1st is really going to be the test for them. So we're going to see what happens then. Finally, we're going to wrap this up with baseball. Coming off of a tough tough stint two weeks ago, they played four games in four days. They went one and three. Granted, they were playing some of the best teams in the state at that point. They kicked off region play really well against Harris County. A lot of good hitting. A lot of good, a lot of good pitching, especially from Daniel Courtney. Had a really good game. Five strikeouts. Uh, I think he only allowed four hits, and he also had a two-run home run in the second. So that spark helped them propel to a victory against Harris County, and I talked to him at the end of that game, and here's what he had to say. Just knowing got to be the next man up. Even if people go down, we all have to step up and do our job and just take care of business and go out there and do what we can do. And I think that's what we did tonight, and I think that's what led us to a big win in our first region game of the year. Is there a kind of tension that that carries throughout the game when you're playing when you're playing when you're pitching against some pretty tough hitters? Yeah, I mean, as you keep on going through the game and you get to face them more and more, and you get to, they get to see you more often, it's it's more crucial to start executing better pitches and making sure that you can keep them off balance the more that they see you throughout the game. So, what does it mean, you know, to get this big win and play and pitch a really good game, only allowing four hits today? It's a huge win. All we've just got to build off of this one and continue to play like we can. Continue to play in the region and just keep it up and keep winning. And, and just in general, what does it mean to have this kind of ball, this this kind of bullpen to back you up? It's awesome knowing that if we can go out there and I come out of the game with a small lead and or a big lead, that I know they can come in and handle the job and take care of it and close it out for us. So, you know, having that win was really good for them, and being able to eke that out was even was even better. I also talked to head coach of the baseball team, Brent Mosley, after that game, and here's what he had to say. We, we got a really good pitching performance, and that set the tone. Then we came out, you know, and got four in the second, because, you know, we've been struggling to score runs. So we had some big hits there. Josh had a big hit, scored two runs, and uh, Dan hit a home run, first home run ever. You know, but we got a little fire going. You know, we're going to be all right. We just got to get it all gelling and get it all together. I'll ask about the bullpen in a second, but what does it mean, especially in a especially in a in a kickoff region game like this, to get that spark to help carry off? It's huge. It's huge. They, you know, in the AJC, they're the number one team in the state. We knew we were going to have our hands free, and they threw their guy tonight. And, you know, thank goodness we, we came out on top tonight. Hopefully, you know, we'll see. And from what I understand, there was a situation where, where Dan Courtney did have to step in when Eli Jones was feeling sore, if that's why, yeah, yeah. if my information is correct. Yeah, correct. So what does it mean when you have a bullpen like this that, that a guy can just step up yeah, and pitch well? Yeah, we do. You know, you know Dan has been a guy for since he was a night president. So, you know, he, he can be a one for anybody. That's not a big deal. We've got depth pitching, and uh, you know, him and Josh coming in behind him is really good. So, you know, we, we, we can go to guys. We'll go tomorrow with Che on the mound and see what happens. And you have this, and you have a situation where, unlike where, look at North Side, you had a really, really big lead, and then leads to a scoring drought, and then kind of a similar kind of thing, except there's less scoring. So, what is 
especially in a game like this, what? How does the tension change when they're when they're scoring drought late in the game and anybody can score? Well, as long as we can keep the lead, we're all right. You know, we have a four-run lead, so I felt pretty good with Josh coming in. So you know, you give their pitchers some credit. You know, they're good. So um, you know, we were lucky to get five off that guy. He doesn't normally give up five. So it was, you know, it was a good game. Good Lastly, what does it mean to kick off the season with this kind of win against a really it tough Harris County team? It, it, it's really big because you don't want to start off 0-1 in the hole and then you start scrambling. So get that first one out of the way and then we just start seeing how it falls. It's really nice for them to end up eking out this win because they've got, they have footing in the region and they end up getting, getting even more with a come-from-behind victory against Northgate the next day. 5-1. to one. So now they stand at 2-0 against the region, and now 3-0 to after winning against Griffin 11-1 to one last on Tuesday night. So there's a lot of optimism there, but they're going to have two really tough games ahead. They've got Whitewater tonight at 5-30, and McIntosh, the team in green, away at 5-30 on Friday. So a very tough two games for them. For some context, McIntosh ended up beating Northside Columbus, who was who was a big favorite, top 10 team in the state, runners-up of 4A two years ago. And it's it was a shock to see them win that convincingly. And then Whitewater came in to McIntosh and came to McIntosh and ended up beating them 9-0 the following the following day, or it was two days. But in the you have this situation where if you haven't seen the coach's corner I did with Brett Mosley. The way it's kind of working is that really six teams are competing for four spots, and it's a very it's a very tight contest. And what we're going to see on Tuesday, on thir- tonight, and on Friday is where Starsmo really is going to meld in with all that. So go check out those games, and it's a really exciting time to be a Panther. A lot of good stuff is going on. Most a lot of teams are riding high on momentum, and it's going to be very, very telling of these next few weeks of where they're going to go. I'm going to end this episode on a slightly more serious note. <laughs> thought you were done with baseball. Gotcha. But this is... I wanted to talk about this because it's very... It's a sensitive thing for me. It's recalling the covid versary, so to speak. Um, uh, I want to take you all back last year. Uh, almost literally last year. Uh, Mr... Uh, Former sports editor Ben Barkley and I were recording a podcast from the Panther Pit that came out March 12th, 2020. And we were talking about how excited it is that all our sports teams were doing really good. Rivalry week was that next week. And we were seeing so much optimism. And we couldn't wait to cover what was going on that late March into April and hope and hopefully into May. And then that day they said everything was shutting down. And then that next day we started getting our stuff and that I didn't realize that that day I was recording with Ben was the last time I'd see him in person and it was rough. And I mean, granted, I mean, let's, I'm not going to, we're on the bush. Ben's doing well. He's, he's over at Belmont doing some good stuff, but he lost something very special. And that was being able to cover his senior year of sports. I think that, I, I know it hurt him because he wrote he wrote a story about how much it stunk to lose all that, and you can actually look at that. Where have all it's called? Where have all the athletes gone? It's, he posted it days after everything got canceled, and I felt for him. I felt really bad for him. 
And honestly, I, I it was me too because I didn't I I was on such a roll, and then we lost everything, and it was like crap. This is really how life is. And then you know you know we all did the online school stuff. No one liked any of that, but we got slowly but surely we got stuff back. When I heard that we were going when we were practicing coming back, I was overjoyed. And then we ended up getting our fall season, and we had a lot of great moments there. And by some miracle, despite all the COVID stuff going on, we made it back here. This is the point where we lost everything, and I hope we don't lose it again, because I I know the pain of losing all that. And I'm not, and it's not just me, you can literally ask any of the seniors from last year that are in college now how how that affected them. For example, my brother... He was a tra- he was track he was a high jumper and he was posed to make state for his first time his senior year and to wear and he told me that it hurt him that he couldn't wear those blue striped uniforms and that definitely was the same for people like Chloe Spradlin, uh, Brock Merritt and all those who had so much optimism before everything before everything changed. My point in sharing all this is to real is to recollect on that day and that time when everything came crashing down but i think more than anything that whole thing made us all better because we learned to value the things worth valuing and i love sports but i love the I love my family and the people that I was able to garner attention to in that tough time because it was those connections that kept me going. And with bat, with me back, me as sports editor, alone in this room, I don't want to lose all this again. To lose everything, especially for a second time, it'd be hard. Really hard. So... Regardless of what you think about this whole COVID situation, we still don't know too much about it. And we, there's reason to be excited and a reason to think this is all coming to end soon, but we're not done yet. All I can say is don't do anything too stupid because do anything. We've had situations where people get quarantined and stuff like that has happened. I'm not that concerned about that. I'm concerned if something really stupid happens. These athletes deserve the opportunity to perform and to compete and to vie for its title and for valor. This is something that they they deserve. Say what you I don't it's it's overwhelming that we're at this point and to think that everything was lost just a year ago and it's back. All I can say right now is go support your Panthers. Go to the games. Go to every single one you can because they're working their hardest, especially the seniors, because they don't know if they're going to get this chance again. This is something that every athlete in the entire school is working for, and that's to fight and to keep playing. And they've had that chance, and they should keep able to have that. And they deserve a loyal, loud, rowdy Panther fan base to back them up with all the work they're putting in. So please, support your Panthers. 
especially with how amazing this spring season is turning out. They, I mean, I'm not just saying this. They deserve to be spectated on. They deserve to be cheered on. And that comes from you, the viewer, and any student, what any student or faculty or parent, whatever, listening to this, go support your Panthers. They're great. As we move on, I just got to say that as we keep on doing what we do, the Prowlernews.org, all the sport, all Panther sports you could possibly want, Coach's Corner, Player of the Week, from the Panther Pit, this podcast, cover stories. We do it all, and we do it well. Hope you can continue to give us your readership and your viewership because we love to do what we do, and it's, oh, it's been a pleasure to do what we can, and as I do what I can these next few months, I'm happy to be in the spot I am, to be the sports editor, to cover sports left and right. I don't think there are many things that make me happier. So let's keep on sharing our Panthers. Let's keep on watching sports. Let's keep on having fun. For myself, I'm Daniel Stackhouse. Thank you for listening. Go Panthers.